Hello, everybody. My name is Christian Slider, and welcome back to That's the Flavor, your weekly podcast where I sit down with my friends and talk about my life or random things or just random ideas or stories or antidotes or whatever. And it is episode 20, people, the big 2-0. We have made it. We've climbed the mountain. We are here. So, yeah, thank you guys for 20 episodes. It's insane. It's crazy that you guys want to go ahead and, and listen <laughs> to me every week and me and my friends. And so just thank you for that. And thank you for supporting the show this far. And I can't wait to talk to you guys about what's coming and for you guys to see what I have planned. It's going to be really exciting. But on that note, let's get into the episode. Also, really quickly, you guys know the episode comes out every Monday. You know, you know the deal. Favorite podcast service. Tell your grandma, your aunt. You guys know the dealio. You guys know what's up. But to get into the episode, to make sure I didn't miss that part, Victoria, welcome back to the show. And also, Victoria's not our only guest. Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry, team. Victoria, welcome back to the show, though. Thank you. Oh, man, you were a little quiet there. Oh, was, was little, I? Should yeah, I a little bit. Closer to my mic. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. But how have you been, Victoria? How are you? Oh, I've been good. Not bad. You know, just trying to stress over homework. Yeah. I mean, haven't we all? Haven't we (laughs) all? I always do this thing where I stress over it, and then I get it all done anyway. So, you know. Yeah. It's part of the process. Trying to build a midsummer set right now is making me scream, but we we can talk about that here in a bit. Um, But, so Victoria, welcome back. Thank you for coming on the show again. I'm excited to have you back on. But we have a new guest to the show. You guys know how it is. Welcoming in that new guest, that new energy. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you kindly there, neighbor. That was not the energy I was expecting back, but I loved that. Um, so Michael, uh, Michael again falls into the category of what I like to call kind of my, my college friends. Because you guys know uh, having as many guests on the show as we do, uh, audience, this is, again, I'm addressing you guys, that, you know, we have, I have a bunch of different friends from different walks of life in different areas. And so Michael is, again, kind of in that same group as Victoria of, like, people I know from college that are still my friends all around. Like, but just to kind of help you guys know where they fit in the that's the flavor Christian slider life. Um, but, yeah, so Michael... I have one question for you. The question I ask every new guest, and it's very important to me. What is your go-to Christian Slider memory? If you had to like tell somebody about me, and there's one image, like one memory that pops up into your head, what is it? Like, what do you lead with? Oh gosh. Um, see, there's so many memories, and I've known oh, you no. for, a very, for a very short period of time. Which sure, is, sure. So that says that you've made a very, very good impact on my life. So. Uh, Probably before Spooky Bronchitis trademark and copyright 2020 happened. Um, yeah. I think Voice 2, the consistent us walking to Voice 2 and whatever dialect we would end up learning, just the spontaneous random conversations that we would end up talking about. I think, I th- I'm trying to remember, I think before we went into lockdown, we had the whole... Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm pretty sure there was one instance where you referred to the uh when I was a giraffe no smaller than a pumpkin in the Brooklyn dialect. <laughs> yeah, I mean 
Definitely, yeah. That was first where when uh, Giraffe No Smaller Than a Pumpkin was originated. It was in that class. And let me, voice two had such a different energy to it. Um, so audience, our second level voice class is where we start learning dialects. Um, and so in that class, we learned uh, the proper British dialect, Cockney, Southern, Brooklyn, um, you know, like that, that street New York accent, uh, and then Irish. So like there was just constant, I think, goofiness in that class. And I definitely loved that energy. And I think it sucks that like, you know, this semester of classes and in person, because, you know, voice three would be in person. And then we could just like walk around and, and goof off and still have a good time. But yeah, also Brooklyn dialects just fun. It makes it makes everything more interesting. Like, you could be talking about like stocks and it's just like it, it'd be more interesting if you talk about it in the Brooklyn dialect. And then your favorite phrase can be uttered every so often. Yeah. 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 The amount, my love for yeah in the Brooklyn dialect has no bounds. Kind of like, um, kind of like Duke in the Scottish dialect. Um, but yeah, no, that was, I don't know. And I love, I think you're probably like the, the second or third person that's come on the show and like had those like. Kind of your go to like your go to memories, just like the things that happen later, like that kind of small and they're like in the in between space. And I love that because it knows that, like, I don't know, some of my crazier things, like driving into a house, aren't or um, like falling down the stairs, uh, doing whatever, like aren't the biggest things that have impact. And so I appreciate that. Um, I, I really do. Hey, anytime, yeah, but I think, so, oh, go ahead, I think you should invent a new game for your podcast. It's is this something Christian has done? And basically, just do a, like put a bunch of random things and have your guests get or have them guess which ones you have done and which ones you have not done. Audience, using audience your, participation. You know, yeah. Audience participation. I'll but, definitely. Okay, that's... this week, did Christian drive into a house, or did he jump off his roof? Which of these is something Christian did? And, you know, they got to guess which one he did. Yeah, I was going to say, that example's not going to work because both of those have happened. Um, <laughs> so, but no, definitely. It's definitely something that I'll look into. Maybe we'll throw it in at the end of the episode if I can think of something on the fly. Who knows? Or we'll save it till next week. But I will p- I put it down in the That's the Flavor Idea notebook. So it's there. It's there, Victoria. Don't worry. So, I want to ask you both a question. Have you heard of the YouTube channel, You Suck at Cooking? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Okay, yes. so, Victoria, you definitely need to, after this episode, go watch some uh, You Suck at Cooking. Because it's like, it's a cooking channel, but it's not a cooking channel. It's so much more. Okay. Um, and I was watching one of the videos today before we started recording. Because I like like we had decided we were going to record this episode like 40 minutes ago. Good job, me. Yay for stress. Um, but... Um, and I was watching it, and it's just like I—I I think in another life, if I like went to culinary school, or, like had a bigger love for for cooking. Because mind you, I love to cook, but like not in like a professional way, or like not in like I, that's the only thing I want to do. But um, I feel like I would have been you suck at cooking. Like I feel like I have the same energy level and the same type of vibe, you know. I I could see that. Yeah, yeah, because. And I think even now, what's stopping me from making, like, a You Suck at Theater channel? Or, like, You Suck at Acting? And I can just teach people, like, techniques in, like, four-minute videos that are, like, really satirically, like, charged. 
Ooh, I'm gonna pretend I'm no like I'm gonna pretend I know what's going on here and say yes, you totally should. Yeah, there you go, Victoria. Yeah, get no, way to get yes. in that conversation. You're just way to get in that conversation. That, in that show, you're you're just like him. You should totally d- do that. You just gotta wang jangle all these faders around here and until you get a nice pretty light. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, um, so in our lighting class, uh, we have, like, we, it's, a, it's a lighting class, and it's taught online, just like everybody else's school in, in the country right now. Um, but we had these videos on how to run, like, one of the lighting board consoles, and all I can imagine is me doing those videos, but in that format of the You Suck at Cooking videos, and just, yeah, just, just smack around all the buttons a little bit, you know, like, just wang jangle all the buttons around, and bam, you got lights. Also, he uses the term wang jangle a lot. If you're wondering okay. why we're using the term wang jangle, yeah, that 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 is specific. That, that that is a specific term and phrasing for a uh, a whisk. Yes. Or okay. or spatula or spatula, as I've heard some people say. Spatula. Wait, spatula. you've heard people say spatula? Yeah. Huh. I don't know how I feel about that. I, that spatula. that worries me. I don't. I don't I mean, like it. What is our society coming to, you know? Yeah. I, I think that... that they, they are putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> oh, no. It's happening. It's spreading. <laughs> Quick, we gotta, we gotta quarantine Michael. Oh, wait, no, that's too real. That's too real. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> that's too real a statement. He's gotta Six. go back to voice one. Oh, Six. no. Six feet is close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah so i definitely think that in another life i'd be used suck at cooking but you know that's beside the point because in this life i'm me you know what i mean you know what i mean so what was i gonna say i don't know what i was gonna say that's that's bad what it means it means christian's memory is slipping and i gotta go into a robot body that's what it means Oh, yeah, so question. There we go. There we go. This works. This works. So let's say that robot bodies were, like, readily available. And you could get yourself, your consciousness, you know, your brain, whatever, however you want to look at it, put into a robot body and you live forever. Would you? Hmm. I think I... Because mm. I don't I know. S- I want to say I would, but not right away. Because, like, once you put your conscience into a robot body, you know, you want it to be the best robot body there is. So you want, like, the latest model of robot body. Well, yeah, and you don't want it, yeah. You don't, you don't want to be the, the test audience for, exactly. for the new robot body initiative, of course. You don't want to take the default body. You want to, you know, wait till the newer model comes out. Right. And then once you're in it, are you in it, like, for life? Or do you get to choose, like, can you upgrade your robot body? I mean, I think so. Because, I mean, if, you, if you're going the brain route, as long as your brain's intact, you just got to transfer brain from one thing to another, you know? And how easy would it be to transfer brain, you know? Because brains are really fragile. And... I mean, I don't, look, I'm not a professional. I don't know. Um, But... I feel like we got to have a doctor on the show to talk about this. But let's just say that it's easy. For the sake of our conversation, let's just say that it's, at this point, because of the way that we have robot bodies, transferring the brain around is easy. Okay. Well, I don't think I'd, uh, you know, me being me, I usually uh, don't get the latest technology right away. I, I wait on it. So 
So it would probably take me, you know, a year or two before I actually uh, decide, okay, I'm going to transfer to a robot body. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so if they were ready, readily available right now, I would wait two years, just knowing me. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah, and I think, you know, what, does robot bodies then become, like, buying the next model of iPhone? Like, is that what it equates to then? Like, yeah. I, I literally was just, like, pondering this, and it was like, I wonder if it's, like, every so often, like, a new model of a body comes out, and your self-conscious mind, you know, you're you're so used to... <laughs> Like, I want the next upgrade, so. Is there going to be a fight between, you know, Apple robot body users and Android robot body users? Oh, my. I mean, Would that be a thing? Would other companies, you know, make robot bodies and they'd be, you know, not as good as the other companies? Apple body now introducing iOS 14 insert whatever next upgrade is. I feel like, and this is probably just me being hopeful for the future, right? I would love if, like, the first robot body that's made and works and is functional wasn't made by a major corporation we know of now. Right? That'd like, be nice. Because, I mean, is it highly unlikely? Sure, because, you know, big corporations are where the money sits. Yeah, that sentence made sense. Big corporations are where the money sits. That's That, that, was, that was English. Um, English is good here. Here's the real question. English though. real good. Here's the real question, though. <laughs> Would so so there are two. There's a follow-up question. The first mm-hmm. is, would the Apple robot body need to charge like every five minutes, and would the Android robot body have worse vision? So no and no, because I think if you're if you're developing a robot body, it needs to be as similar to a human body as possible. Like we don't charge. Like so, I, I feel like if, if you have to stop and charge yourself to like keep yourself going, then it's not worth it at all because. That's not how that works. It's the same thing as well. The you human, know, we sleep. Well, we well, sleep, the, and that's I, how we recharge. So. Yeah, but I don't know. The, like the human mind, like like the human body and humans in general, like our psyche, we love convenience. It's the same reason why people are buying electric cars, because the charge time between filling up your gas, filling up your gas tank, and charging your car at a charge station is twenty minutes at the charge station or five minutes at the gas station. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a, and so like it's the same thing where it's like I feel like if as soon as you makes us us plug in for the night, I don't feel like that's gonna happen because people are in a robot body. They're gonna want to be running around the whole time. Like I don't think people will sleep anymore if robot bodies are going on. You know, it's true. But also, you know, technology. You know, you either have to have it plugged in or have it run on some source of like battery power or something. Well, that's just it. I think the ba- I think that we will end up getting to a point where we have good enough batteries that won't need to necessarily, not that won't need to be charged, but I assume that, like, the robot body will have some kind of, like, solar built into it, and that'll kind of just charge it, you know what I mean? Because, like, human body needs vitamin D. This body needs Wait, I thought it was vitamin C. I mean, technically the body needs all the vitamins. Except for, like, B12, because B12 is stupid. We just, we don't like B12 here on That's the Flavor. B12 is not the flavor for that's the flavor. Yeah, B12 is not the weekly flavor. That was that was stupid. I, vitamin I, B6. I, I vitamin B6 that. is the flavor this week. <laughs> that's what it is. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's I feel like cuz obviously robot bodies I feel like are so in the future, right? Cuz we're not getting them tomorrow. There it's it's literally not possible. If we can't get a good enough battery to like 
in a charge system, like quick charge an electric car, there's no way we could have a, a good operating electrical system for a robot body. Like it, then I don't know. That that's kind of how that's, I feel like that goes. Yeah, I guess. But also, you know, I feel like I would miss sleep. See, you say that, but what if this robot body means you're never tired? Right, but, you know, there's something about sleeping that it's like, you know, you don't have to do anything. You just sleep. You know, I don't know. Would would the robot body, like, never need to relax? Like, what would that say for relaxation? I mean, I think, like, here's the thing. You're, you're right. All of these things that we look at and, like, are definitely human things go away but like think about our pro- our productivity like how much that shoots up true like i don't know think about think about your your tiktoks victoria next thing you know you're pumping out like 20 of them a day true but would would entertainment like would we need entertainment still or not because oh we're my so, you're right you know, we you're don't right. want oh, no that. oh no we don't want to relax we want I to mean... be productive now that we're in our robot bodies what does that say about entertainment? Which I think case? entertainment would still exist, but it slowly comes into a decline where things like Hollywood and, and like movies and TV shows are looked at as like a lesser job because they're not as popular. They're not well, as they're not as what needed. What does that say about uh, the three of us as theater majors? Well, hopefully we <laughs> die before robot bodies are a thing. <laughs> Please allow me to insert meme man panic. So yeah, right, right. The panic meme just pops up everywhere. Uh, see, I feel like we're not that we're dead, but I feel like we're at the end of our lives before we actually see like functioning robot bodies. Right. True. But you know, then the future of all the theater majors that are younger than us, you know, it's it's a waste. To to be fair, I don't think many of us theater majors thought that we would be doing shows through zoom or youtube or any of the other mediums mm-hmm. and ta-da <laughs> right right but also you know is the future for theater majors like in this world where robotic bodies exist is the future that we literally are just there to make instructional like videos and stuff like Oh, this is how you transfer into a robot body, and like that's all we do. We become infomercial we people. Infomercial, right? Is that the future? Because oh no, because no. <laughs> no one needs entertainment anymore because they don't need to relax because they can function completely. Right. I I, I want to see the infomercial of like robot body Olaf in a theater show, like you know, getting impaled and just looking down and oh look, I've been impaled, not <laughs> feeling anything. Right. Yes. Oh, and and would like would couches be extinct and like other forms? <laughs> Probably, because we wouldn't get tired from standing. Exactly. So I have a little bit more of a serious question that kind of hit my mind when when with something Michael just said, and I mean it could be a serious, could not be, but I think it kind of is. So obviously, you know, with with spooky bronchitis, uh, COVID happening, um. And theater has kind of been moved online into an online format. How do you, like, where do you two stand on it? And I'm like, in terms of like, you know, theater happening through YouTube or Zoom um, or just like pre-recorded stuff. Like, I mean, pre-recorded is a little different because that's what's going on before. But like, I think you guys know what I mean when I say that. Um, But like, how does, 
how do you guys feel about it? Because I know I've definitely talked to what I'm going to categorize as like theater elitists, where like they don't want to do theater unless it's live on the stage, live in person. Like, and so I'm just curious where you two stand on it. Uh, I'll Michael take this one. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, theater should theoretically be done in person but given the status of literally everything and i mean everything right now Mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of possible but more so impossible um just because i know some some spaces like a lot of theaters like particularly the small ones they can't have an actual audience so it's a little bit more difficult Whereas, like, some of the bigger venues, they probably could get away with a small-ish audience type of thing. Yeah. So it's one of those, it's like, well, the, 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 the small guys, you know, they're, they're kind of getting gypped out of it. And I feel like in order for them to survive, they have to improvise and conquer. You know, modern problems require modern solutions. Right. And I definitely agree. And uh, Victoria, before I before I sw- go over for your answer, I just kind of where I stand on it is, I don't know, I, as someone who I think is so ingrained in in the YouTube and like the online scene, as I'm going to call it, even though I hate saying that. But yeah, I think like and terms of just like being on social media a lot and like being involved in like YouTube and even doing it myself occasionally. Um, and just like that social media scene. There you go. That, that sounds a little better, a little more specific for what I'm going for. I, I love to see it because I think it's something that works and I feel like can work more often. Because, yes, live theater is live theater and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm an actor. But, like, to see the things that I also know work being used and working, it's it's great. And I wish, like, more people would be like, yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Like, I, I don't know. Like, cause I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like that's kind of where I, I'm just happy that theater's still around it so, in some fashion, and I wish more people would also be happy that it's around. Because I know people that are like, "Oh, I'm not auditioning for shows right now because the shows aren't real shows," and it's like, "No, they're still real shows. They're just in a different format, you know." Um, and so I don't know. It's just definitely weird, but I I definitely enjoy that theater's still around, and it's it's in its own way. I think. I don't know, exceeding expectations and still thriving, dare I say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it is undoubtedly thriving right now. I mean, yeah. like there was, what was it? Like right when it started, like right when the pandemic started, it just like, boom, cliff, like nothing. And then, you know, people realized, hey, we need to figure out something to do. So do whatever works i mean and there's so many different there's so many different mediums that are being used right now yeah i mean you think about like yeah you just all the different mediums that are being used it's just it's it's great i don't know theaters go ahead victoria i'm sorry i think it definitely it it definitely works and i think it's definitely gonna stay around like people will still be doing zoom shows and stuff but i think live theater won't die out because people as soon as like this pandemic like as soon as it's safe to go out again people will miss like going to shows and so they'll want to go see things live because like 
there's a different feeling you get sitting in a theater watching something Mm -hmm. than you do like sitting at a laptop watching it. And so I definitely think it's good that theater is still going on like Zoom and stuff. And I think it it's something that more people are still going to keep doing because it is working and it is reaching people that otherwise wouldn't be reached. But I think it's going to be a mixture of both when we start going back because some people, you know, it doesn't need to be like in the theater and like the nostalgia will get them. They'll be like, Oh, I miss that. Yeah. I definitely think that like, I don't know, live theater is not going away. Uh, and it'll, it'll be back. It'll be back eventually. And I, and I know that I feel it on my bones, you know, maybe that's also because I'm a theater major and I desperately will, will need work here in a few years when I'm out of school. <laughs> but, but no, I feel it, that it's going to come back and it'll be great. Uh, and that's just out of my own, my own heart, you know? Um, but for now I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with what we have and what we have to do to keep theater alive. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just know that like, I know that you guys are like two theater majors with me as well. And I just wanted to see where you guys stand on it. Just because I know that that's kind of a conversation I've had with some friends and people I know. It's definitely working and it definitely, I'm glad they're doing it because, you know, we don't know what the future is going to look like. And, you know, this could still be going on and we'll need work and Zoom might be the only way we can get work. So, right. you know, it's like something is better than nothing. And Zoom theater has proven to work so you know they might as well keep it up yeah and if i hadn't said if i haven't said it before on the show which i'm pretty sure i have if i haven't though hey wear your mask people there you go i said it wear your mask stop spreading this stop spreading it go 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 inside go sit down watch um i don't know uh, uh rudolph the claymation rudolph movie and stay inside if you go outside put a mask on i mean only if you're around people but like if you're just going outside like in your backyard like that's kind of okay unless you have other people over then then put it on take it a stand <laughs> i just i miss live theater uh, but on that note i got i want to read a headline for you guys korean baseball team wins sword what <laughs> korean baseball team wins sword Cool. Congratulations, <laughs> question mark. The NC Dinos won their first Korean Series baseball championship after defeating the Doosan Bears. While not the official trophy, the team celebrated around a real-life replica of the execution sword from the MMO lineage, developed by team sponsor Nsoft. And, and it's cool. just a photo of an entire baseball team out on the field rallying around a big sword. Nothing says congratulations like an executioner sword, am I right? Yeah, yeah. No, but in all actuality, that's that's pretty cool. And it's pretty congrats dope. To, congrats to them. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it was unexpected. I, I agree. It's, like, I have so many questions. Right. But also, it's cool. Like, I mean... Good job. Like, they won. You know, I played baseball. I was not good at it. So, you know, good job for them for winning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we're just kind of now, now we're headline hopping. This is fun. This is enjoyable. So, did you guys a few, um, like a few days ago, um, 
Uh, what was I going to say? Like, there was, like, this big metal structure that was in the Utah Badlands. It was a big, like, metal, like, cube or, like, oh, rectangle oh, oh. prism. And it was in the Utah Badlands just chilling there. Like, and it was, like, smooth metal, like, really, like, just really clean looking. And it was really strange. Did you guys hear anything about this? No. I have sounds... seen multiple. I've seen multiple memes about it already, talking about the next level of Jumanji 2020. Right, but uh, so like you, Michael, you've seen it, but Victoria, it is very much that it was like a metal like prism thing out in the middle of the Utah Badlands, like in one of the like the little like crevices of like a canyon area. Like it was, it was some kind of. How big is it? Um, not big. Like it wasn't huge. It wasn't some monolith. Even the people are, even though, um, even though I literally just read a headline that called it a monolith, but it's not that big. It's not big enough to be a monolith, I would say. But mm. it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of like a little, little chill metal thing hanging out. It's probably like seven or eight feet tall. Um, don't know how wide though, but that happened a few days ago. And everyone's like, well, what, why, is it, what, what is it here? What's, what's going on? Are aliens, um, you know, is the Earth revolting? But it disappeared. It, so so wait. So, so the metal structure that was there and was discovered guys. has now disappeared. I mean, hmm. I think it's some kind of prank. Hey, hey, Victoria! No, we're not here to like, pull out. We're not here to put out real answers, Victoria. All right, you're here to speculate <laughs> on that's the flavor. Don't you ever put out a real answer on the show? This is a real answer. It's a cube, and it was there, and now it's gone, and that's the answer. You did not just that, say that. that. That that is indeed an answer. Oh, but I did. I said it, and it, it's real. Oh my, God. Victoria! I can't believe you would say such a thing. I think it's aliens. Michael, it's, you with me on the alien I, train? You with me? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I mean, all I said was it's some kind of prank. I never said who did the prank. The aliens uh, uh, pranking, you know? Sure, sure, sure. I'm on to you. You know. There, they, it could be an aliens could like pranks too. You don't, you don't know what they're into. I'm, I mean, they, yeah, you, you don't know. I mean, they could do ding dong ditch, you know, hop With from a planet cube. to planet. Not <laughs> just, hey guys, we're gonna go to the next planet here. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> like, yeah, they just drop off the cube, freak people out, and then take it away. I mean. That's fair. That's, that's kind of like, I guess, the the intergalactic version of Ding Dong Ditch, you know? See? Yeah. The, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. I respect it. I mean, what was I going to say? Something important. Some, some kind of statement that was going to change the game, you know? Um, I feel like it was... I, I think... So let's just say it was aliens. I don't think it was a prank. I think it was, you know, the, the aliens have social anxiety, and it was their way of saying hello without actually having to say hello. I mean, yeah, that's also a valid answer. Because they wanted, they went, dropped in the cube, wanted to get our attention. They got our attention, obviously, and they took the cube away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why, why keep it there if, you, if it served its purpose? Yeah, so I feel like now we know they're there, and you know maybe you know maybe Earth and an alien race can you know start start going on dates, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, know, baby at, steps. At, at least like you know maybe invite them to like Christmas or any of the other holidays that are coming up first. See, I don't know. 
I, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know if the, the relationship's there yet, Michael, you know? Can they invite them over for afternoon tea? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I feel like that's a good enough step. Okay. But, you but know, what yeah, if... you gotta you gotta get something. But, yeah. but what if but what if they're not tea drinkers? Like what if they're like hardcore like white mocha Starbucks? Oh, oh. Um well, I feel like you gotta have somebody on standby ready to fetch that just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah, you need you need your backup. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So, on that note of of the Earth going on dates, we're done with that topic. I don't want to okay. talk about the Earth dating anymore. I don't want to talk about the Earth dating anymore. I, was I don't want to. We're gonna ask us what planet we ship Earth with. I mean, we could talk about that. I guess why not? not? Cutest couple for Earth. Hmm. The sun. <laughs> Burn. The sun's too hot for Earth. It is. It is. The sun's just out of our league. It's okay though. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Michael, I got a your new guest on the show. I, I think it's time to ask you the age-old question with no bias from either me or Victoria. <clears throat> Who wins in a fight? 15 baby ducklings or a Shaquille O'Neal-sized loaf of Wonder Bread? Here are the parameters. It's in an outside area, maybe a park, but still set in a little bit of a boxing ring. There's no time limit. Um, and And, yeah. Okay, so no time limit, and the space is fairly confined, but not confined. Yeah, yeah, it's like an out, outdoor it, it's boxing ring scenario, you know. Hmm. See, part of me wants to say the ducks. Now, given those parameters, because it's like they have unlimited time, and, I mean, mm-hmm. that... That's a decent amount of bread, but I think it could be achievable with unlimited time. Thank you. Thank you. For, so, so are you saying ducks? I'm going to side with the ducks. All right. I still stand with bread, you know? It's, Welcome to the right side of history. Welcome to the right side of history, Michael. And Welcome. stale bread, you know? And we never... You know, it's it's Wonder Bread. It it could get hard and stale very easily. And if there's no time limit, then it will be too hard for the ducks to eat, or it would could fall and and you know kill the ducks because it's it's hard and stale. I mean, have you ever left a bag of Wonder Bread open? How no, that's a waste that of bread. Bad? Exactly, it's a waste of bread because it gets bad really quickly. Hmm. And given the amount of time that you know you think it will take those ducks, you say it has. You have to give them more time. It has no time limit, and that's why the ducks would win. But also, if there's no time limit, then the bread has a chance. I mean, I mean yeah, maybe. Yeah, and and now this brings up a very good point. Like, if the Wonder Bread like gets hard and stale, and it literally becomes rock status, like. You know, one wrong move. See? You know, one wrong move. Wonder Bread Avalanche. You know. I mean, have you ever had a crouton? How hard is it to bite into one of those things? 
And you think the baby duck will be able to do that? Well, yeah, a, a duck is, is used to eating things out there. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's used to eating things out there. Yeah! <laughs> I'm still going to side with the ducks, but it's one of those that's like, eh, you, I'm you just know. saying, if you're going to give the question, you gotta you got to get the valid sides for both. I'm I'm sticking with bread until until this actually happens. I'm sticking with bread. Hmm. For now, I will stay with bread forever. Maybe one day you will bring up evidence that will change my mind. But I right, doubt right. We'll so, see. so, so what you're saying is Christian's going to create a YouTube channel, find a bunch of ducks, buy a bunch of Wonder Bread, and put this to the test. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Look, here's the thing. I don't want to say that I would, but but I would. You yeah, know. you'd have Pete on your back pretty quickly. Oh, 100%. And okay. I think that's what worries me, you know? Uh, uh, in yeah. that case, then, then yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to hurt the ducks. But you do want to prove a point for science. But you don't want to hurt the ducks. <sighs> See, you say that. But but is it really hurting them if you go to a place that conveniently has a lot of ducks? Well, yeah, but you know, you you already have a knowledge that ducks aren't supposed to eat bread, and you know you're you're putting them. See, if you if you didn't have that previous knowledge, it could be an innocent mistake. But you're too far down the line for that. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, okay. Okay. This is fair. This is fair. So you I need do to think... trick someone else into doing it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at some point, I feel like I got to pull this off, though. I, I feel like, you know, correct parameters, everything like that. But keep in mind that it's definitely happening. We just don't know when. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, to be fair, I don't know when either, though. But, you know. Now, now would it be... Uh, would it be inhumane if you were in your robot body when you did this because in that case you know no one i'm not a human body. you're you're in your robot body in my robot leathery skin exactly um you know i don't know what the parameters are on that it brings up a whole new list of questions right right what would robot PETA say Oh, that's true. Would, would robot we transfer animal brains? But I don't think PETA would let us. I don't even think robot PETA would let us. So, I mean, what if... Well, here's the thing. Every... If we have robot bodies, do the baby ducks have robot bodies? Exactly. Like, so do we transfer them, or do we not do that for animals? Hmm. Hmm. And is this for all animals? The, the, this is too... I, I don't have the brain power to think about this. I'm it's a theater major. Deep. I do lighting we'll projects. It. We gotta save this for episode 30. <laughs> 30. We come back to it. I'm just 10 episodes out numbers. From now. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I won't appear until episode 25 or 30. You know, those are the episode next numbers. 12 and a half. You know, twelve and a half. Divide by four, carry the seven. Wait, math? Oh no. I don't know no. math. I'm a theater major. 
That's, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's fair, that's fair. You saw me panic when we had to do fractions, okay? I don't know why you did that. I tell you, when I have to do something quickly, I like my brain, brain goes into panic mode, and I no. just get so, everything. For context, we're hanging out, do, working on some projects, and it's me, uh, you know, friend of the show, guest of the show, Suede, and Victoria. And all of a sudden, we, we get a um, the, an email popped up from our, our costuming professor and saying that we are going to have to do some math in in, 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 the, in the class next semester. And Victoria loses her mind and starts panicking because she just doesn't know how to do math, apparently. And so it was like, hey, Suede, Jacob, like, what a... Uh, like, what, um, um... I was like, did you guys get the email? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we gotta do math. <laughs> yeah. And you were panicking at first, and then you read the email, and you're like, Victoria, this is, like, basic math. Yeah, and it's literally, in the, you asked, you asked Jacob, you were like, hey, what, um, it's so like, how hard is math? He's like, oh, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's some, it's math. <laughs> it's nothing crazy, nothing hard. And you're like freaking out. And then I read it and I go, it's fractions. It's fractions and decimals. I know, but see here, I'm thinking ahead of myself. And when I have to do math quickly, I forget like basic addition even when it's like, okay, do this. You got five minutes to get this done. I'm like, ah, wait, how does this work? And like, <laughs> I go full panic mode and I can't remember anything. And since oh, we'll be doing my. things in class, it's like, wait, how am I going to do this? <laughs> and so oh, my face is far in advance. <laughs> like, because I am not, as it is, I'm not good at math. But I can do math when I don't have, like, a time limit. But when I know, okay, sure. this has to be done quickly, I go full panic mode. And it's like, oh, wait, I'm on the spot now. How do I do this? Oh, wait. Like, I don't even know how I how I graduated from high school. Not yeah. knowing math, but I did. <laughs> Barely. You know, you, you pulled it off, though, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you did it. You did it. I, I'm surprised I made it in scenic design too. You know, it was yeah. Scenic design's not that bad. Get out of here. Yeah, it was it, easy. It really is math, but like I said, with my brain being the terrible thing that it is. Right. No, that's fair. That's fair. That is. Fair everyone indeed. else will be in the future. Everyone else will be in their robot bodies. Robot doing body. Things, and then I'll be, you know. They'll be productive, and I'll be trying to figure out a math problem <laughs> to get past the first step of being a robot. Oh, my. Well... Is it either, wait, how do I do this? <laughs> well, on the note of Victoria's mathematic blunders, <laughs> it's time to bring this episode of That's the Flavor to a close. Uh, That's the Flavor is brought to you in front of a live studio audience every week from 2.30 to 5.30 p.m. on Thursdays. Um, so, no, also, I'm joking. But you guys know That's the Flavor. It's a show every Monday, favorite podcast feed. Seriously, tell your friends and family and, and anybody you want to about the show. Spread the love of That's the Fla Flavor. Uh, spread the love of That's the Flavor. Spread the flavor around. Let everybody know what's going on. I said it at the beginning of the episode, but I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys for 
20 episodes, which equates out to roughly 20 hours of, of uh, that have been produced of me sitting in front of here, talking to you guys, hanging out, having a good time, and having people that listen and enjoy it, and seeing, having people that, you know, text me or, you know, send tweets to me saying, hey, like, I really like the show, or there's so many DMs, hey, I really like the show. Like, knowing that that happens and that's real, I just thank you guys. I'm definitely going to keep making the show. It's not going anywhere. If anything, we're just getting started. But yeah, thank you guys for 20 episodes, and here's to a million more as well. Uh, Victoria, Michael, thank you for coming on the show. Michael, thank you for coming on the show for the first time, and for both of you being here for episode 20 of the show. Thank you for having me on once again. Of course. Again. Of course, yeah. it was a great, it was a great time, Michael. Thank you for mm. and thank you for inviting me onto the show, and I I enjoyed you know first time here, and hey, who knows? I some of the some of the questions I'm thoroughly enjoying, and it's really making me doing a thonk right now, doing yeah, some Mike, serious thonking. I have some bad news though. This is actually your last episode. You're you're getting you're getting uh, written off the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh. unfortunate, yeah. We didn't want to tell you, and we were going to wait till after the recording was over, but we just figured it's it's probably best to tell you now. Aw. Yeah, so your, your last paycheck and your first paycheck will, will be in the mail uh, in, a, in a week here. Don't forget to turn in your microphone. Yeah, if you would, please. Um, make sure you give your name tag and your ID card to Stacy on your way out today. Um, wait, her name was Stacy? Or or Linda, whatever. I don't I don't worry with the receptionists. You know, they're they're not my they're 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 above my pay grade. You know. All right, this bit was funny, but but <laughs> this bit was a good bit. That was good. <laughs> no, but again, Michael, seriously, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, and we will have you on again here soon. All right. Um. Although I say soon, but like it's up to twenty, and it's like it's been like five weeks since Victoria was last on. So like maybe maybe not soon, soon, but like ev eventually again, you know. And uh, you you know you know. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be around. You'll be back. But audience, on that note of of <laughs> firing Michael imaginatively, uh, I've been Christian Slider. This has been that's the flavor, you know, the weekly podcast, blah 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 blah. blah. And until next time, stay flavorful.